first book of Psalm, first chapter of Psalm, Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. Thank God for our praise team today, our musicians, amen, bless God for you. Thank you, Jesus. I was listening in the beginning to Elder Martin as she began to talk about the young man who lost his life. And a lot of you all would know him, for those of you all that have seen some of the movies, Fast and Furious, and things like that. And we just never know where death is. We have to live every day like it's our last day. And so we just bless God for this day that he has given us. And also, uh, for those of you that have watched TBN and know anything about TBN, that Paul Crouch founder of TBN passed on yesterday as well. Amen. And so we're just going to be in prayer for his family. And I thank God for him because many of us, uh, when we were on journeys and things like this, even traveling, we would tune in to TBN. Sometimes you just needed a word at that particular time and it was someone on there giving a word. I just bless God for, thank God for blessing us with a Paul Crouch. He has stations all over the world right now, bringing people to Christ with the message of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So we bless God for that. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Bless your name, Lord, for this day that you've given us. We thank you for this word that you are blessing us with even now. You know exactly what we all need. Let your Holy Spirit permeate throughout this place. Touch every need, every heart. You know every issue, circumstance, and situation that's before us. We ask that you move, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let nothing stop this word from getting to these, your people. And we thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Father. We give you glory in this place. Thank you for a word for this time, for now, this season. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Rebuke the enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless your name, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Let everyone say amen. Psalms chapter 1, Psalm chapter 1, it's only six verses, and it reads as follows, it says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And his law doth he meditate, in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. 
Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Let the church say amen. I'm going to take my text today from verse 1. It says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Blessed is the man. I want to preach from a topic today. Simply says this, the chronicles of a blessed man. The chronicles of a blessed man. You may be seated if you can. Chronicles simply means a historical account. Maybe that stage, those stages that they've gone through, that, that, that time that they've gone through, the sequence that they've gone through, a historical account of events arranged in an order. The Chronicles of a Blessed Man. There was a story that I'd like to read to you real quick. In a situation that happened August the 12th, and this was 1969, a news article from the San Francisco Chronicle read, the blazing summer heat of the Death Valley area has killed two men and a youth who tried to reach habitation by setting foot across the desert. Arnold Dobson, Harold Mass Sr., and his son, Harold Jr., apparently became stranded in the barren Saline Valley without water. One of the three bodies was found seven miles from their abandoned car. Another 14 miles in the last 17 miles, Deputy, Deputy Rand Langdergren said, it looks like they just went the wrong way. It was seen that they turned in the direction toward a ranch house. They passed 30 miles back. However, just a mile over the way was a grove of willows with the spring. And I simply said that. To say this, there is a tragedy in going the wrong way. When God has given us his word, letting us know the right direction to go in. And it has been said that the road that we travel always determines, it determines our destination. There's no one that was on a road to hell that would end up in heaven. Amen. Unless they change before they die. And so the road that we're on determines our destination. And so we're influenced every day by all kinds of things. Probably more so by the television. We are influenced. Amen, somebody. And so we're surrounded every day by not only people doing things that we may be influenced by, but not only that, but the television, things that we are around daily. How are you being influenced? Just think about that. What is it or who is it that you allow to influence you on your walk? 
And so when we look at the walk of a blessed man, you got to understand that it's not because he don't go through challenges or he don't go through trials certain times in his life. But it is the choices that he make when he go through them. It's not that he don't face challenges like we do. It's not that he don't face temptations like we do. But it is the decisions that he makes. Now, I, I want you to see something here real quick before I move on. Because many times it's the television, the things that we see daily that puts different types of thoughts and things in our mind. And many times those thoughts are not thoughts of God. Many times those thoughts are what many people today are doing. And you got to understand that Satan himself, the Bible calls him the prince of the air. So he uses the airways to come through the, your television, not only your television, but through your radio. All kinds of things that he tried to do on a daily basis to influence you. And many times those things are not of God. But look at how our world today have shifted. There's things that we see that happen today that years ago we would never thought that people would accept. Certain things on television we never thought that people would say or do, but they're doing. Years ago, oh my God, people would have said it, was it would be an abomination, and it still is an abomination in the Word of God. And, but now some of even our clergy are accepting certain things being influenced by the pressure of the world. So I want you to look at these clips real quick. Just a little brief thing. And some of it might be, some of it might be your favorite TV show, but just look at it just real quick. Amen. Roll it. Jeff Chang, this isn't just any birthday. This is your 21st birthday. This is the day that you become a man. This is the day that you get to tell every bouncer who's ever carded you. 21. Blackjack mother. How are you guys doing over here? Can I get you anything else? Yeah, we might need a designated driver to get us back to his beautiful beach house. I'll take you guys. I got 15. Great, thanks. She's cute. Told ya. Malibu Beach House gets you laid every time. <laughs> hey, you can give me something to eat. Oh, um, yeah, sure, why not? Much appreciated. <laughs> you mind? I gotta eat tomorrow too, right? And the next day and the next day. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take all of it. Ah, thanks. And a fun bags. That's some kind of a snack chip? Ah. Pornography. Yeah, it's good. Uh, throw in a carton of smokes and we're good to go. And, uh, anything he wants. Maybe I should have just gotten him the porn and cigarettes, you know? I mean, who am I to decide what a man needs? I'm on summer break, and since the baby is due in four months, I've been working long hours at a fast food restaurant to save money. So it's nice when I have a day off. What do you want? <laughs> okay. So what happened? How'd you get pregnant? Well, you have sex. 
You know, the reason why they make condoms is so that way you can do it without ending up with a baby. baby. We would use them a lot, like we really did. And then, like we, we, one time we did it before without a condom and we never got pregnant. So I kind of thought that I couldn't get pregnant for some reason. So then I just told Forrest and he was just like, are you serious? Forrest told Jeez. me to get an abortion. Come on. Hey, player formerly known as Rookie. What's just up? got a text from Juice Adora. Invite me to an album release party. You going? Oh, you just now getting the text? I'm in a music video, bro. Of course I'm going. <laughs> you? Only if you tell me you bringing your girl Melanie to your other girl Juice's party. Because I got to see how a church boy juggles two women. Ow! Two piece with a biscuit. <laughs> the kids only got one woman and it's not Drew. I just kissed a man it was a mistake and all that mess is in the past. What's a mistake is you taking Melanie to that party. Unless, of course, she's cool with you and Drew kissing. But I've met Melanie, she's not that cool. <laughs> and there is no way Drew is cool with you having a fiance. See, people talk about things now and sex and just drinking and porn. Nothing. Not even bothered by it anymore. How many of y'all remember the days that you would never hear or see something like that on television? But that's what now we see every day and they talk about sin like it's nothing. Just go do it. Oh, it's no problem, you know. I, and, you know, I just, just, uh, you should just use a condom, you know. That's, that's okay. You know, but how many of y'all know the sin is the act? Getting drunk is nothing to it now. Just getting into porn is nothing. And, and, but see, these are some of the influences that we see every day. And the world says it's okay. It's all right. You know, it's just life. Everybody does it, you know. How many of y'all know that the word is still true? And God is still the holy God. And he still wants us to live holy. So the first point that, amen, I want to talk to you about today is talking about the three characteristics of this blessed man. The first thing that he does is that he avoids wicked advice and wicked associations. In other words, he said, he walks not in the council of the ungodly. See, walking is talking about in the direction. What direction are you walking in? What direction are you living in? What, what, what are you doing? Who, look on your cell phone. Who do you call the most? Says a whole lot about your life. Who you share things with says a whole lot about you. And you got to understand here, when, when, it, when it starts off, it says walking in the direction, if you will, of ungodly counsel, getting ungodly counsel. Then it talks about standing in the way of sinners. Then it talks about sitting in the seat of scornful. Can, can I break this down to you real quick? Because what you got to understand, it talks about the ungodly and then it talks about the sinner. You'll be like, wait a minute, ungodly sinner, sinner ungodly sinner. What, what's the difference? Well, here's the difference. I'm glad you asked, excuse me. Uh, because one 
is dealing with the sin of omission. I know what to do, but I'm not going to do it. I'm, 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 I'm a very morally nice person, but I just don't want to accept Jesus Christ. Then a sinner means the sin of commission. I'm just committing sin, and I'm, just do, I'm doing everything I know to do that sin. But here's the deal. Both of them are sinners. So why does the text start off and it talks about the ungodly, the counsel of the ungodly. Why? Because therein lies the trick of the enemy. Because how many times have you heard folks say, but, you know, I, I, I know they, 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 they might be, you know, a, a cross-dresser or, or they might be a transvestite or whatever, and they might be a homosexual, but they're just so nice. I, I just can't believe that's a sin. Oh, it got quiet in here. But see, you don't hate the person, but you hate the sin. And I've heard even clergy say it. You know, one of my friends are like that, but I just, but I just can't see that, 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 you know, them going to hell because they're just so nice. And there's a message that I'm, I'm not going to preach it today, but I'm going to preach it one Sunday called Snake in the House. How many people have you seen that had pet pythons? And they said, no, he's okay. But until one day, the snake grew, got, grew and got big and got out of the cage. And they came home and the baby was missing. Because there, you knew it was a snake. Oh, come on. Now, when you brought him in. How many of y'all know sin is a snake? And anytime you bring it in and you allow, that's why we, oh my God, that's why we refer to Satan a lot of times as a, as a snake. And so when you bring it in, when you know that person is doing what they're doing, when you know they're living like that, but they're nice. Oh, come on, somebody. I just need 3.5 amens right there, so I think I know about where I need to be. But they're nice. So that's why God starts it off in the word. He said, don't sit in the counsel of the ungodly. Because most of the time, these are morally nice people. You'll even let them keep your baby every now and then. But you got to understand, they do not want to accept Jesus Christ. And any time you don't have God in your life, there's only, two, there's only one way. Amen. Right or wrong. Hello, somebody. There's only two types of influence. Godly influence and an ungodly influence. So the question is, do you have a snake in your house when you know they're not where they should be? So, but it says that the godly man, that blessed man, he don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. The wicked, that wicked association. He don't hang with it. Not only that, it goes on to say, it say, nor standeth in the way of sinners. In other words, now you, 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 you've been listening to them. Now all of a sudden you're adopting their thoughts. 
Now you're standing with them. You're conversating with them. Now they're making you think their way. You're standing with them now. Instead of listening to them and then going back where you know that you should be. See, there's a lot of sinners out there that can make a very convincing argument. And they're nice people. Oh, come on now. But when now, but now that's where it changes now from ungodly. Now it says, nor standeth in the way of what? Sinners. Because you let the ungodly talk you in to a sin. Oh, come on, somebody. Y'all see that was on the screen. Somebody talked them in to a sin. And they, oh, they were nice people. But now it seems all right because they're nice. Oh, come on, somebody. Did, now, now look, look at the progression. Walking in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, next thing, when, now, if you don't get out now, because God said, oh, my God, with the temptation here, do what? Give you what? A way of escape. But if you stay there, now it says you're walking with them. Now you're standing with them. Now it, it progresses and says, now sitting in the seat. Of the scornful. Now you have adopted their ways, you've taken on their thoughts, and you're doing what they do. Connect the dots. Anytime you get in trouble, when you connect the dots, you can almost see when the enemy started his plan on you. You start connecting the dots. You were just walking at first with them, you know, spending a little time with them. Now you're standing with them. Now they bring some more of their friends around us doing what they're doing. Now all of a sudden we're getting, all right, won't you go with us, man? Come on. Well, we got service tonight. Oh, man, they can let you miss one night of service. Hey, man, come on, hang with us, man. We, you know, where are you going? Well, we, you'll see when we get there. Come on. Come on, fellas. Come on. Let's go. Now next thing you know, you're sitting there, and now they're talking, and they keep going, and now you've adopted their thoughts. You know, it, it really. It bothers me the people that say that they're saved, amen, but they still do what they are, come on, what they used to do. It bothers me the people that say they love God, but they can never find their way into the house of God. It bothers me the people that say they want God, but they don't pray, they don't even ask for, come on, somebody in here. Oh, my God. But see, a blessed man would go through these things. But he obeys and no, I'm not going to do it. See, you know, the enemy always makes it look good. Oh, he makes it taste good. Oh, come on, somebody. Anybody getting anything out of this? Amen. And so we look at this, we look at this, this gang of boys that was, that was playing knockout in D.C. Y'all heard about it. They just go and hit somebody, knock them out. They were playing knockout. Ooh. Oh, come on, man. You'll do it. Come on. We've been getting away with it. Come on. And knockout. Boom. Until that woman pulled that gun out of her purse. <laughs> Amen. And two of them died. And, and my mother would always say, hanging with the wrong crowd. Amen, somebody. And these are the things that we go through. See, you've got to understand that we are still subject to go through these things. But a blessed man says, no, 
Not, not rolling with you. No, I, I'm not. I told you about Christ, and you don't want to live that way. You said you don't want to. There's more things you want to do now. So I'm. I, I got to go. I'm not going to hang with you. I'm not going to. No, uh, uh-uh. no, I'm not going to walk with you. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to stand with y'all. We already discussed it. No, I'm not. No, I'm not sitting where you are. I'm rolling out. Amen. Somebody. Anybody been there? Know what I'm talking about in here? Amen. Somebody. You got to see. You got to understand this. Let, let, see. Everybody in this room have been through some of this. None of us are immune to it. Many of us, we took that walk for a while. Many of us in here, we stood in that, we stood in that, that circle for a while. Some of us even, even sat for a while, but God brought us out. Hello, somebody. We got to understand that. And see, see one, one, of the, one of the things about, about, about church folk that we got to get past is sometimes it's hard to find honesty in the church. Because we feel like if we tell the, tell the truth, we'll make God look bad. Oh, come on, somebody. But yes, I've been, anybody been there beside me? Amen. Yes, I've been there. But God brought me out. Hello, somebody. Anybody been delivered in here? That's what it's all about. God bring you out. God delivering you. And see, say, blessed is a man. You know, when you understand all that, you move away from it. You got to understand that the, that the scripture says that many, in, in this same book, Psalm says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Hello, somebody. Amen. How many of y'all that you had to go through something to get this? Somebody had to go through something to get this blessing. It said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But God had delivered us right from them all. Somebody ought to be praising right there. Oh, my God, my God. Hallelujah, somebody. God is so good. Said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered us from them all. But we have got to go back to the word because Paul says in 2 Corinthians 6 and 17, he says, Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, said the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. That's the book. So we've got to do what God has told us to do. Amen. There is a blessing in your presence. There is a blessing. Amen. Sometimes you have to fight. Amen. But it's worth it. How many of y'all know this fight is worth every bit of it? Because God said he would never leave you nor forsake you. Oh, come on, somebody. Those that been through some things and just so glad that God brought you out, give him a praise up in here right now. Oh, come on, somebody in the house. Amen. Somebody make some noise that you know if it had not been for the Lord on your side. Amen, somebody. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Thank God. Amen. He brought me out. Amen. I remember I was clubbing, not only I was clubbing, I was the DJ. Hey, somebody. Amen. Now I'm DJing for the Lord. Come on, somebody. How can you testify to somebody when you don't even claim that you've been there? Come on, somebody. How can you tell somebody that God will deliver you when you're ashamed to even tell somebody that you've been there? Oh, my God, this is good. This is good. This is good. Somebody shout glory in the house. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And so when we look at the Chronicles 
of a blessed man, <laughs> we begin to see that he avoids wicked communications, wicked counsel, wicked associations. But then we see that he does something that's very special and very powerful. It says here that he takes pleasure. In other words, he delights in the word of God. <laughs> In other words, he's enjoying Jesus. He found that there is a joy in serving God. Oh, come on, somebody. Is anybody in here besides me enjoy serving God? Amen. Because even when you go through things, you say, ha, ha, won't be long. I know God is going to be bringing me out of this. It might be rough right now, but God promised he's going to keep me. And he will deliver you and bring you out. Oh, come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, show you right, show you right. Amen. Those that enjoy Jesus, just give God a praise in here right now. Amen. Just enjoy Jesus. Amen. I bless God right where I am. Amen, somebody. God is so good. But you have to. Refrain from walk. See, somebody said, wait a minute, I got some good friends, you know, that out there. You know, yeah, it's all right, you know, to say hello and all this stuff. But the thing about it is you don't do what they do. You don't go where they go. You don't talk like they talk and you don't adopt what they do. And we have to work. We work with them every day. And not only that, there's some Christians that work with you too. Amen, somebody. But I done told y'all, amen, some of y'all in the witness protection program. Y'all scared to be a witness. You all hiding out and everything. Bless the Lord. How many of y'all know that your office needs you? Oh, come on, somebody. They need you. They're looking for the word of God. They should be able to come find you and say, oh, here we go. Right here. Amen, somebody. Good God of mine. And see, the thing about it is, you know, I've been, I've been doing some studying on some things and just looking at how many folk have been hurt in the church. Because it happens all the time. 83% of the folk that left church is because they were hurt by God's people. <laughs> somebody not using wisdom somebody not saying the right thing and sometimes it's just somebody that's not where they can take what they've been told but God, I said God I pray that this congregation becomes a congregation that can take something Become a soldier in the army of the Lord. How many of y'all know that soldiers are tough? Soldiers are like Timex watch. They take a licking and keep on ticking. 
Because a lot of times we fail to realize that it is a plan of the enemy. And you got to understand when it, in the chronicles of a blessed man that he had to go through all these things. If, oh, my God, he's not he's not immune to it happening to him. But you got to understand. You got to stand. Why was he able to stand? Because he began to enjoy Christ. He began to get into the word. It said he meditate on the word day and night. He get in. He didn't just read it. He did it. He exemplified it in his life. He lived it every day. Amen. No matter what anybody said. And look, he stood on the word of God. When the devil said no, he knew that God had a better yes. Amen. That was still going to come through. Anybody know that God is still going to come through in your life? He stood on the word of God. That's what it said. He went through all of these things that you and I go through. Temptation. People trying to push you to do crazy stuff every day. All kinds of things going through your mind. But he said, I'm not going to use that counsel. I'm not going to adopt that word. I'm going to meditate on the word of God. Amen. Thank God for Oprah. Thank God for Dr. Phil. Thank God for the barbershop. Thank God for the talk show. But I choose to listen to the word of God. I choose to worship. I choose choose to get it from the word. I choose to read the song of David. I choose to read about Peter. I choose to listen to what Samuel said. I choose to listen about what Paul said. I choose to listen about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John because all of that word was inspired by God through the Holy Spirit and it was given for reproof, for righteous living, for being blessed. Anybody know what I'm talking about in here? So they're going to tell you some stuff, but they're going to tell you how to live a morally good life. And they're going to tell you some things that God said is not right is okay. Oh, come on, somebody. But see, when they get ready to take the dirt road, I choose to follow Christ. That's why Paul said, follow me as what? As I follow Christ. Amen, somebody. And I'm not against those folks. They nice. Amen. They doing a lot of good things. They, they can teach you how to do business. Amen. And how to make money and all this kind of stuff. Amen. But I got to take it a little bit further. Amen. I want to know how to stay safe. I want to know how to live right. I want to know why when, when all this come together, when it comes to a point to something that money can't buy. Come on, somebody. I want the faith of God to stand up in me. Amen. And the, the spirit of God in me that's going to raise me up to meet Jesus in the air. You got to understand, Oprah. And Dr. Phil can't tell you about that. Somebody shout glory up in here. You can't link up with everybody. You can't sit inside everybody. Amen. See, a lot of people not trying to want to join with somebody got some money. Amen. All of them, oh, you got it going on. Amen. But how many? Come on, somebody. When the money run out. Amen, somebody. Because one wrong decision can put you on a bridge. I've met doctors, folk they've been that 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 had more, more degrees than a thermometer, sleeping under bridges and homeless shelters because of one wrong decision. But one thing I got to understand, God would never make a wrong decision. Come on, somebody. And when you listen to him, he would never lead you wrong. Amen, somebody. And see, that's why the third thing about the chronicles of a blessed man that I love. Because, see, you got to have, number one, 
And you got to have number two to have number three. And number three is simply this. Whatsoever he does. Oh, I'm about to get happy right here. See, whatsoever he does will prosper. Whatsoever he does will prosper. And it's, in other words, it says he'll be a fruitful man. Have you ever seen somebody that every time you every time you try to do something to them, they land on their feet? Oh, come on, somebody. Y'all remember so the country folk know about this. Y'all remember that old cat you used to have? And you twist him up and you turn him upside down and you throw him off the porch. And sometimes, every time you throw that old cat off the porch, you can twist him and throw him anyway. But some kind of way, when he come down, he'll land on his feet. Anybody know about landing on your feet? When you get in the word of God and do this, I don't care what you go through. Somebody might be going through something right now. But high five him and tell him you're getting ready to land on your feet. Said that it said that his leaf would not even wither. Oh, come on, somebody. In other words, when everybody else is going down, you will still be up. It don't matter, there can be a recession, there can be everything else, whatever it might want to be. It don't have to rain. Amen. Your leaf was see. In other, other words, it's talking about durability. Amen. Anybody durable in here, whatever go, I'm gonna still stand. I'm gonna still be looking good. I'm not bragging, but every time folks see me now, they say, You still look the same from 10 years ago because I'm planted by the rivers of water. Somebody shout glory. Oh my God. Good God Almighty. I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. How foul somebody if you know you're a blessed woman. If you're a blessed man, let them know. Good God Almighty. Say I'm, I'm durable. I'm fruitful. Good God Almighty. Woo, good God and not only that, it says I'm successful. Because the only true success is what you get with Jesus Christ. Good God Almighty. It says I'm successful. It says whatsoever I do. Boy, ain't it bad. Good God Almighty. Whatsoever I do will prosper. Wherever I put my foot is going to prosper. And when, when I get to the job, and they, if it's a promotion, they say, oh, boy, that's bad. You don't want to work up in there. Amen. Wherever I go, it's going to be prosperous. Doesn't matter what nobody else say. Whatever I do, it'll be prosperous. Whatever you put your hand on, it's going to prosper. Wherever I put my little toe, it's going to prosper. Somebody shout glory up in here. Oh, my God. Goodness and mercy shall follow me wherever I go. Brother Jennings, don't even worry about it. Just stay with God. Because when you plant it, see, see, when you see when you plant it by the rivers of water, because and the term means to be transplanted. See, you can't transplant yourself. See, God will put you all, God will put you there and plant you by the rivers of water. That means it that oh God, thank you, Jesus. That means it don't have to rain. It don't even have to rain. But I, I wish it rained. I tell you, I wish God would come on bless. Uh, it don't even have to rain because I'm planted by the rivers of water. And they, oh my God, I'm just getting nervous every day. God just coming by nourishing me every day. Ain't it, baby? God just nourishing me every day. Somebody shout glory up this Oh my God.
wherever I go, I'm blessed. And don't mess around and let me ride in your car. You something to get a new one the next week. Because I'm blessed. Somebody shout glory up Oh, my God. Because I'm blessed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How far somebody say, I'm just giving you some of what I got. I'm just got because I'm blessed. Because I'm blessed. And whatever he do. You ever seen when everybody else going down around you? Everybody else just going down. You see some of your classmates, they look like they're 120. You're like, good Lord, what done happened? But they said, boy, you look like you, you still kind of look like you look when you were in high school. Still look like you're in eighth grade. Man, I'm telling you right now. Look at that. Because you blessed. A blessed man. Why? Because, yeah, I had to go. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I had to go through some stuff. I went through the same temptation you went through. The same jokers tried to get you, tried to get me. The same road that you traveled, I went through some of that same stuff. But you got to tell the devil no and say, hey, ho, you got to go. You got to tell the joker to get off. Good God about it. And then when you plant yourself in that word, sometimes you have to sacrifice stuff when you plant yourself in that word because you got to spend time with God day and night. You got to meditate on that word. Meditate means to put take thought about it. Put it in your mind. Amen. Don't fool around. Take thought about that word. Come on, somebody. And all of a sudden, that word get in you. Wherever you go, goodness and mercy shall follow you. My God, my God. These are the chronicles of a blessed man. No, it don't come easy. And I know when you read it, but I, I had to show you what was between the lines. Evangelist Cobra, there's some things between the lines. There's some things that some of y'all had to go through that nobody saw. There's some, not only that, there's some times that you fail. Nobody saw where you fail. They didn't know what you were crying about, but you felt you had just blew it. You had just messed up. Because yes, we go through some things, but if you get with God, Psalm 73, Asa were talking in Psalm 73, and he said, I almost gave up because I started looking at the, at the wealth and riches of the ungodly. Open them, look like they got it going on. You're like, my God, look them joke at the blessing, they got it going on. And I'm trying to have to go to work every day, do all kinds of stuff. And they just come up there with the makeup on all. And I'm having to do all this. What's going on? But Asa said, and this is, the, this is the thing about coming to church. This is the thing where you have to stay in the house. Asa said, I all most gave up until I went into the house of the Lord and I learned their end. I learned what their end would be if they keep living like that and do not accept Jesus Christ. And he said, that's where I caught another hole because it let me know that I was a blessed man. And I'm on the right track. See, don't let somebody that's morally good get you off track. That's why you got to remain with God. 
you got to remain with him. You can't get out there and let the enemy trick you. into Because as soon as you get out there and get tricked and flipped, then you understand it's not what it looked like on the other side. That's why you got rich folk trying to jump off bridges. That's why you got rich folk that can't stay in a marriage for two good months. That's why you got rich folk. Come on, somebody. Amen. That don't, that, that, that don't know right now what to do. They got all this money and don't know what to do. Lie messed up. Can't sleep at night. Take it over dose of pills, all this kind of stuff, trying to find how to live longer and all this kind of stuff. Michael Jackson, before he died, even had a container made for him to lay in, still died at 50. You got to understand, the only one that got long life in his hand is Jesus Christ. That's why when you're with God, you planted by those rivers of water. You're being nourished every day. Well, listen, what, what, does, the, what does the water represent? The word. Planted in the word every day. One thing I do every, every day when I, get, when, when I get to the office, before I do anything, I sit down, before I turn the computer on good and do my devotion. Because I got the plant. Oh, come on, somebody know what I'm talking about. Because I got the plant before I start. Elder Martin, I got the plant first. Got the plant. Then I start. Amen. I let God take over from there. See, let, 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 me, go, let me go a little deeper. Because I, I got to fix something right here. That don't mean you don't learn your job. You go in the general and say, where the briefing at? You say, well, the Lord going to handle it. He's going to say, the Lord might handle that, but I'm getting ready to handle you. Amen, somebody. You have got to represent Christ well, wherever you go. Amen, somebody. And remain with him. Remain with him. Let me say that again. Remain with him. Some of y'all need to cut some of your relationships because y'all already know that it's not God. They're not even trying to live right. Amen, somebody. Because you got a snake. Some of y'all in these relationships, you know they're they not saved. They're they not trying to live right. If they're not saved, you got a snake. Oh, they lies. Got a snake. I'm going to share this. God showed me something in the Word. A few weeks ago. And I already shared this dream with the person that God had me to share it with. But he showed me a snake in this person's house. Big snake. And the snake was just sitting there like smiling. And the person even came and looked and said, that's a big snake. 
And the Lord, in the dream, the Lord happened to have me visiting this person that day. And I walked over. I looked at the snake. This person stood beside me and said, that's a big snake. They were still standing there. Because the snake was acting so nice, it wasn't moving. It was even smiling. Just sitting there, real colorful, looking real nice. But you know what I did? This was happening in a dream. I went and got the gun. Look at your neighbor and say, go get the gun. It doesn't matter if they're nice, how pretty they look. A snake is a snake. You don't play with it. You don't hang out with it. When, when you know they're not, they're not talking godly, they're not going the godly way, they're not trying to do the things of God, then get the gun. Watch the gun. The word. You got to get the snake out. Are you riding a snake around in your car? Are you sitting in the seat with snakes? I'm not talking about somebody that you work with, somebody that you don't have control over. You say, I'm talking about somebody that you got control. Come on, somebody. Where you can say, whether or not I go or I stay. Who you allowing to hang out up in the crib? your decision but if you want to be a blessed man you got to do like this blessed man blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the Lord the law simply mean the word of God. Back then, the law would mean at that particular time, it would have meant the law of Moses. But today, y'all know what it means. It means that entire Bible. And it says, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. And before then, it says, it says he, well, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. If you ever see a tree planted by the rivers of water, it's pretty and green. Doesn't matter if it rained or not, it's still pretty and green. And it says his leaf shall not wither. You're going to stay there. Stay up. And it says whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. You know why he can say whatsoever he doeth shall prosper then? Because after you make it through one and you make it through point two, he knows that everything that this man does is going to be something godly. God said, everything that this man does, I'm going to prosper it on your job, in your home, in your career, your personal endeavors, in your school, whatever you decide to do. God said, I'm going to prosper. Just hang in there and follow these steps that you just got. And whatever you do shall prosper. Let the church say amen. Put your hands together for our Lord and Savior. Everyone standing all over the building.